Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast, gentlemen. Welcome. Hello. Joe Digitally, welcome to you. Yay. Yeah. How's everybody doing this week? Uh, exactly I... the same as last week because the world is frozen in place. Yeah. Days don't matter. It's yeah. It's all just the sunrise and the sunset. And who gives a shit about the rest of it? Well, I, I got to work from home starting Monday, which is new for me. That should be fun. I don't know. Like, I, we don't have laptops, so I had to, like, take home my whole computer setup for yeah. work. Which is, like, two monitors and a PC, and I don't have a desk or anything. So I just, like, set it up on TV trays, and we're going to wing it tomorrow. Um, but, like, also all my paperwork is, like, or all my, my work is paperwork. So, like, someone at the office has to scan this kind of stuff in when it comes in and then mail it to, or email it to me. <laughs> um, so I have a feeling that I'm going to spend a lot of time, if not tomorrow, the rest of the week, just, like, twiddling my thumbs waiting for paperwork to get mailed to me. Mm-hmm. Which sounds cool, but I also fear that they're going to be like, well, since it's taking so long, uh, we only need, like, one of you from your department to work a week or something. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, so I'm still kind of anxious and not great. So, I don't know. Well, it depends. We'll see what happens tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only the only thing you could do is just look at tomorrow. That's yeah. it. I don't know what day tomorrow is. It's just tomorrow. Well, for <laughs> you. <laughs> it's not important. Well, for I mean, for most people, it's just stay, stay home, dude. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do. Work, clean, edge out, play video games. Yeah. Whatever you got to do to pass the time. Go on walks. Is everybody getting outside going on walks? I've opened the, the window because it's like relatively nice outside. Did you turn the heat off? Uh, yeah, the heat's off in my room. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't turned it on in a long time anyway. Hmm. Um, so, yes. Gotcha. <laughs> but it is quite nice. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice. Out. Joe, are you going out on walks or are you just walking? Uh, I mean, I, I spend most of my time walking at work um, uh, anyways, so it's not really my key focus but i feel like i really need to just because yeah the weather is starting to get nice now so mm-hmm. it's more just wanting to like not be miserable from the winter you know despite all of this stuff i also just generally hate the winter and once the weather gets nice out like i i want to spend more time outside like yeah. i'm trying to find excuses at work to like go outside and do stuff on days that it's not raining because it's been like pretty rainy and drizzly here for the last couple of days yeah, April showers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got to be extra tough for you because you haven't been able to go on a trip in a while. You haven't been able to go, you know, hike some mountains somewhere in a different state or anything. How are you holding up on that? I was actually, I was supposed to be going on a trip uh, in a couple weeks before all this had started. I was planning on going back down to South Carolina. Mm, not now. Uh, nope, nope. That has been delayed. Yeah, you stuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying to get out and go on walks and just, you know, just break it up somehow. Yeah. The neighbors like, were throwing parties across the street. Yeah, one of my friends said that in his uh, parents' neighborhood they had a block party yeah, where like, everyone was six feet apart, corner. but, like, still. Yeah, they, like, threw a party and it was, like, the, the weird corner over there and everyone on the three corners were all outside throwing a party. Huh. And so okay. everybody was like, shut up, some people got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's different. It's one different, of the things, sure. uh, one of the things I noticed. I don't know, like, if you guys, because we we live pretty close to each other, 
Um, but we both live on like opposite sides of the highway in our area. And you're probably a lot farther than the highway than I am, but I live right by the highway and at night I can constantly hear the sound of people like driving down the highway fast as fuck because there's no one out on the roads. Yeah. There's just, the roads are just empty. Yeah. Yeah. So like I can just hear cars like zooming, like racing down the highway at full speed. That's gotta be fun. It's like, yeah, fast you, you love the fast and the furious Joe. It's gotta be like that. Oh no. I mean, I don't have a problem with it or anything. I'm just sitting there and also I'll just hear, Vroom! and I'll be like, Oh yeah. Somebody's having fun out there. I had someone doing that in the neighborhood yesterday. Like they, he was just doing laps of the neighborhood, just rooming his engine as loud as he could room it. I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah. People are trying to not hear your shit right now. Yeah. Some dude was driving a motorcycle around too. Like well, it's a super, super nice fucking though. loud motorcycle, but he was doing the same thing. He was just going in and around the like honeycomb of our neighborhood. And I just want to be like, come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're loud. Yeah, stop it. You stop it right now. I'm such an old man. <laughs> Have like, fun differently, according yeah. to my standards. Be quiet. <laughs> you darn kids. Yeah. With your your motorcycles and whatnot. Yeah, um, we're inside playing video games. That's right. We are playing video games. So, Joe, what'd you play this week? Uh, I uh, I guess I had a very morbid week of gaming this week. Animal uh, Crossing's finally gotten to you, huh? Yeah, I just started massacring all of my townspeople uh, just because I was sick of their ones. requests and stuff all the time. Yeah, those right. are truly the new horizons where everyone <laughs> <laughs> just gets the murdered. Dark, the dark horizons. Exactly. Uh, everyone has uh, that one neighbor that moves and you don't want and you, they always ask you to do things. And you're like, yeah, I'll do them. And then you never do them. So they'll just move away. Yeah. So I felt when Adam moved around here. That's right. That's why he's not here right now. Mm. Uh, no, uh, obviously Resident Evil came out this week on Friday. So, uh, that was one game about a a decimating virus coming out. Uh, but to start off the week leading up to that, I was trying to find something to play because I'm having a hard time, like actually finding something that I want to like dedicate time to, uh, there hasn't been any new narrative type games in a while. No. Yeah, but I have a ton of them on backlog that I was trying. Yeah, but the thing about the backlog, and I'm sure we all go through this, is that you stare at it long enough and it holds no meaning anymore. You're like, I mean, I could play those games, but like, well, if I oh, haven't played yeah. it yet, why am I going to start now of right. all times when I could just play something else that I know I'm going to have fun with? Yeah, because like, you know, I've obviously I've been playing Animal Crossing, um, but Animal Crossing is more of like, I want to. I don't want to say it like in a negative way, but it's like a chore. Like, it's you know every chore simulator. Oh yeah, but like every morning, it's like wake up, do my daily routine in Animal Crossing, and then put it down. Uh, It's not something that I like dedicate time to. Uh, It's same with Call of Duty, which I'm still playing. Like I turn it on, I do my daily challenges, and I turn it off. Um, uh, So those are things that are just more of like, uh, you know, a, a goal than a game. I would say. Um, so I was looking for something to play to like buy the time until, uh, Resident Evil came out. Um, so I decided to go with, uh, the division two because why the hell not right now? <laughs> yeah. Just get as dystopian as possible. Pretty much. I, like I said, I was sitting there going like, well, I'm waiting to play this one game about it, like a town destroyed by uh, a virus. Might as well play this other game about uh, a virus wiping everybody out. Uh, so I started playing the division two, um, I like barely had played it originally when it came out on the Xbox and like at one point it was $5 on PlayStation. So I just bought it for that, you know, just because, Mm -hmm. uh, 
so I started that up and I started playing it again. Um, and I like, honestly, like I kind of forgot how much I enjoyed playing the division, uh, like the first one when it originally came out. Cause I played a lot of the first division game when it came out. Uh, I, I had a, a blast with that game. Um, it was kind of like, I mean, it's, it is an Ubisoft game. It is one of those things where like you can just kind of play it and like just waste time clearing stuff off the map and like doing missions without having to really think about it too much. Uh, it's exactly why I like Ubisoft games. It's why I like games like Assassin's Creed. Um, and it was really kind of like the perfect distraction, like the perfect way to like surprisingly like shut my brain off and not think about things while playing a game about the worst like outcome of things going on right now. <laughs> Yeah, it does seem like a weird uh, thing to take place. It's like, you know what? I don't even want to think about the, the virus decimating the outside world. I want to think about whatever decimated this virtual world. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's creepy because it is so kind of eerily accurate to what is going on. Uh, because, like, one of the things in the game is obviously, like I said, it's full of tons and tons of collectibles. And one of those collectibles, or a lot of, like, collectibles are, like, you know, audio recordings from you know, before things went wrong. So like you go around and you're like, you're finding, you know, audio recordings and listening to them to people talking about things. And it sounds exactly like the stuff going on right now. Yeah. That audio log about Dr. Fauci's, uh, you know, advice just completely went un unheated during the, uh, the division two. Yeah. But like, and like I'm listening to one of them and there's just two guys like, you know, walking down the street talking and they're just like, they're like, oh, it's weird. Like, people are starting to wear masks now outside and shit. And, you know, talking about all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, God, wow, this, this sounds so eerily to, like, anything you would be listening yeah. Like, any conversation you'd be listening to people talking about right now kind of thing. Like, yeah, honestly, you know, it, it sounded like the kind of conversations we were having before we started recording. Like, <laughs> talking about know, how weird it is to go to the grocery store right now. Yeah. I, you know, I just hate when video games try to shove their politics into, I don't want politics in my video games and I can't believe they're talking about people wearing masks to go outside. I just, I don't know. Well, if only Ubisoft didn't predict the future, what's next? What, what else does they predict Joe? Uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't play excessively too much of it. It was just kind of like a thing to waste time. Like I said, until Resident Evil came out. Um, and I mean, I, I might go back to, to it uh i did enjoy it like i said i was having fun but like it wasn't exactly anything that uh it wasn't anything that like i need to finish you know yeah you're just using it to bide your time yeah yeah um so then uh obviously like i said resident evil came out so i started playing that um actually you know what before actually getting the resident evil uh, i did pick up the uh call of duty modern warfare 2 remaster yep which did surprise drop on Tuesday, mm -hmm. which was really, uh, there was no like announcement of beforehand or high. Like I didn't see an announcement. I just saw like, Oh yeah, it's there. All those rumors were right. It's there now. Go download it. Like, I don't remember even seeing like a, they probably don't need a, yeah. The people who are more like thinking it's more important already knew because of the, the like image in the, um, update that came along. Yeah. Like if you're playing call of duty now, you already knew yeah, it was they're coming. Like, oh, it's coming. And then they came home from work and they're like, Oh, it's right here. Yeah. Yeah. So how is it, Joe? Uh, yeah, it's um, I mean, it, it is Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Uh, obviously, uh, it is a like a great classic game. Obviously, uh, the the hype around it coming back was um, deserved because of how you know beloved that game is. Um, it 
looks very very like i you know a lot of it is i'm not really sure how much of it is due to the fact that it was remastered as opposed to um just the game still holds up very well but it looks fantastic still like obviously some of the part or like some of the parts in the beginning you know one of the first levels in the game is like you're climbing up the side of a a a mountain in, in the snow and like looking over this like vast scenery as you're climbing up the mountain and like looking at the sun rising and through the clouds and the snow and all that shit uh, looks phenomenal. Um, and like I said, I'm not sure if it's necessarily that they just did a really good job at remastering or it's just the game always looked that good. I would assume that they did a really good job remastering. Cause like no matter how good the game would have looked, it still would have been a 360 PS3 game from 10 plus years ago. So I think, like, even if it looked the most amazing game back then, it would still, it wouldn't look that good compared to what you're, to, compared to the normal Modern Warfare you've been playing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that has to do with the remaster. It did look really good back then, but, I mean. Yeah, but again. We've come a long ways in a decade. Yeah, exactly. And you're playing it in a different system. Because yeah. like, even the games that looked really great from that era that are even newer than Modern Warfare 2 don't look as good when you're just playing them on, like, a PS4 or right. Xbox One. right. So I think the remaster probably definitely helped. Does the hmm. snowmobile level still suck, Joe? Uh, yeah, that was the end of that level I was talking about where you're climbing up the thing. Uh, it, it is uh, frustratingly difficult at times, um, but uh, I was just playing it on like the easiest difficulty just because I, I mean, I'd already played the game a bunch of times, so I was just kind of more trying to like just have fun and go through it instead of like actually trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, but I mean, I didn't play it, like, for very long. I just kind of wanted to, like, give it a try just to, you know, try it out. Like, I played up to the no Russian level just to see how that was on the new system and, like, the remastered parts. Uh, it is just as uh, shockingly weird <laughs> to play through. Uh, uh, are there trophies attached to it? Yeah, it has its uh, full trophy list. Oh, nice. Is it the yeah. same list as the like 360 one? Or is I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't really not. paying attention to them. Like for the most part, they were always Call of Duty ones were actually always pretty easy. Like for the most part, they were just play through the game and then play yeah. through the game on each difficulty. It was like trying to beat it on veteran was always like the hard one. And then like you well, throw in a, a, yeah, and then you throw in a mile high club like thing. Yeah. For the most part, it's just, like, play through every level, do, like, a kind of specific thing in each level, and, like, find the hidden collectibles. They were never very difficult, except for, like, two particularly hard ones. Mm -hmm. mm. Until they made the Spec Ops ones as well. Because I think that was yeah. the second game that did Spec Ops missions. Uh, no, I think that was the third one. All right. I'm not I, sure. I knew they weren't in the first one, but I don't. I thought they got added in the second one, but I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, because this yeah. just this thing, the remaster is just the single player, right? There's no multiplayer or any component to that, right? No, no, yeah, it's just a single player. Which honestly, like, you, you just do it that way. I didn't know why they even bothered putting the single player stuff in the Modern Warfare One remaster. Um, Wait, you don't you don't know why they put the single player, or why they put the multiplayer, or multiplayer, like why they bothered to do that? Oh, well, I think I think it was because there's always Call of Duty there's also, Well, true, yeah, but like you would think that they would want to encourage people just to play that year's multiplayer as opposed to trying to like get them to split their time between two of them. Yeah, but they knew it sucked, so they were like, "Yeah, we know you're not going to want to play the new one anyway." So, so remember this one that you liked. Yeah, buy yeah. that and play that multiplayer. You'll be fine. Yeah. 
so then otherwise, uh, I then, oh, uh, and also there's, um, for Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, uh, it comes with a bunch of stuff for Modern Warfare. Like the new. Uh, the new Modern Warfare, yeah. yes. It comes with, like, just the, the standard kind of uh, DLC stuff that you get. Uh, and one of the things that you get is a ghost for, uh, skin for Ghost in the game for multiplayer. Uh, unfortunately, it's like a, I think it's like a pretty terrible skin. Yeah, the, like it's a wet scoop, like scuba diving skin. Hmm. Yeah, it has his classic mask, like just the balaclava mask, as opposed to like the new one with a, the faceplate skull. Uh, it's the classic mask, which should be cool, but it's also him wearing a wetsuit. So he's wearing Weird. like yeah, like a scuba suit uh, with his mask on. Can you mix and Which match is... pieces of it? Like, can you use just the face no. on a different? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, you have to wear the whole thing. So no. it, you just you just look weirdly out of place in multiplayer because there's no multiplayer levels that have anything to do with water, swimming, or yeah. water or anything. So it's like you're running around a, a, a an oil rig in the desert while <laughs> wearing a scuba suit. That sand can be slippery sometimes. It's like they call it the desert's ocean. Right? Isn't that what they call sand? Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's the same thing. Yeah. You're, you're fine, oh, yeah. Joe. You won't stand out whatsoever. But you get a little flipper uh, dongly for your gun, though. A little charm. Oh, they have charms? Wow. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing in, like, uh, like military shooters now, or, like, putting charms on your gun. Uh, Rainbow Six was, like, the first one to start doing that. Yeah. And I don't know... Really distracting. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything in like military protocol about dangling keychains from your guns in the middle of a battlefield. I feel like they would wouldn't want you to do that, but yeah, again, I don't I don't it's, know. It's putting uh, stickers all over them and spray painting them pink with dragons and stuff. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to mess with standard issue stuff like that. No. It's almost like video games are unrealistic <laughs> to real life. That's what? unbelievable. I can't I can't imagine. Animal Crossing was so lifelike, as was Resident Evil, and yet here we are with Call of Duty just being so unrealistic. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Way to throw it out the window. God, unbelievable. Can't yeah, believe you're wasting uh, your time on these fake things, Joe. Uh, and then uh, now uh, up to Resident Evil uh, yeah. coming out. We made it to Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Joe's week in video games. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I had. Originally, I had it like you know set the pickup in store, uh, but I switched it to online or uh, like you know to have it like sent to my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, it sent the steelbook that came oh, with darn. the order. Uh, well, no, it sent the steelbook to the store. Oh, yeah. It didn't ship in a steelbook. It was a pre-order bonus thing. Yeah, the pre-order, the steelbook was a pre-order bonus. Uh, so the game was sent to my house, but the steelbook was sent to the store. So I had to go to the store and pick up the steelbook. Um, and obviously, was... like everything is all weird right now. So like they don't even let you into Best Buy. So yeah, I had to like pick up. Yeah, I had to like do the curbside pickup, and I just felt really stupid like rolling up the curbside pickup, going like, "Can I have my free steelbook? <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I have this, please?" Yeah, it's not like you're, you know, picking up a movie or a, a game or you're like a, you know, you're not trying to buy something. Yeah, a computer. Something you're... more important. You're getting an empty case yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that felt weird. Um, uh, but then, uh, I, uh, and also it like kind of pissed me off because 
I had sent the game for shipping, um, and that didn't show up until like just before I had to go to work on Friday. Um, so like in the morning I had to go to like get the steel book and the whole time I was like, damn, I could have just like done store pickup and got the yeah. game and at least ended up like playing the game in the morning instead of waiting for it to show up in the mail. Yeah. But you didn't know. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, it was all unplanned like that. Um, but then I ended up getting the game, uh, and started it up, uh, that night. Um, and like, I don't know. It's, it's so weird. Um, because I was talking about this when I was playing the demo, how it like feels the game feels very, very polished and rushed at the same time. And I don't know how to properly explain it. Uh, well, like one of the, well, I mean, I was, one of the major things was when I started up, um, it had like live action cutscenes uh, for the opening st- start of the game. So like it opens up with like news reports and and uh, like you know video of like people like running in the streets and stuff as the virus is starting to spread, um, and it it's all like live action stuff. And then it has like live action like shots of Umbrella Corporation scientists like assembling the the nemesis in a, in a laboratory and like getting it prepared. But it's all like live action and like really poorly green screen backgrounds and stuff. And I'm like looking at this going like is this like you put so much time and effort and money into making this game and you like looked at this and said yeah this is good like this live action fmv shit looks like poorly (laughs) green screen garbage that's good enough to start our game off with does it look better or worse than the movies (laughs) probably worse uh on par okay okay yeah i just i I just want to know where we stand here in terms of live action resident evil representation (laughs) On par. Um, uh, And then, like, in terms of gameplay and stuff, I I mentioned this when I talked about, like, playing the demo. Like, the combat feels like it has no real weight to it. Like, you're just shooting the gun, and then, like, like, and then there's, like, a splot of blood. It doesn't feel like it's, like, impacting, uh, you know. You play a lot of games, and you you know you you can kind of like almost feel the effect of the gun in, in the world as like you shoot at things like the you know in playing call of duty like the gunfire feels satisfying and like it feels like you're actually like doing damage hmm. uh it does not do that in this one and I, maybe i need to go back and play resident evil 2 and see if it, it feels the same as that um i did play some resident evil 2 but i was like running around with you know the infinite rocket launcher and shit not like with the guns mm-hmm um, so I, I need to give that a try and see if maybe it's just that I wasn't, you know, I, I'm misremembering, you know, how the, the second game was, but it just doesn't feel as weighty or anything. Mm. Um, and then in terms of like the actual story of the game, it's, it is very, very different from the first one, uh, in terms of how the game is actually like structured and set up and how the storyline goes. Um, I know in the beginning of Resident Evil 2, the Resident Evil 2 remake, like they changed a lot of the stuff in the beginning and they moved some of the stuff like to the middle of the game as opposed to like right at in the beginning. Uh, but this one is completely different than how the first one goes. Um, and um, it also like goes right away. There's like zero buildup at all, um, which is kind of weird. Uh, like the game pretty much starts with Nemesis like kicking the the wall down of your apartment and attacking you, 
Whereas in the other games, like, you know, obviously the, the, there's the zombie outbreak going on and stuff, but like, he's not there right off the bat. It kind of like takes away kind of the, um, the tension of like waiting for this thing to show up when it's just like this big thing just starts off the game chasing after you. So it's more of a jump scare situation right off the bat than the, the building tension. Yeah. Which is, um, which is weird. And then uh, like just the general structure, like things happen way earlier in the game than they do in the original, like in the remake than they do in the original game. Um, I mean, it's not necessary that any of this is bad. It's just I'm surprised at how different the game actually is compared to the original one. Uh, and even to, like, refresh myself after playing it, uh, I, like, went and watched, like, gameplay videos of Resident Evil 1, or, like, the original Resident Evil 3. Um, because I'm, like, I'm playing the game, and I'm like, this happened, like, way later. Like, I, I'm sitting there, and it's because it's been a long time since I've played Resident Evil 3. So I'm like mm-hmm. playing going like, this seems completely wrong. Like, what is all that? Like, wh- like, why am I talking to this guy so early? So I had to like go back and watch, uh, like let's plays of Resident Evil three, uh, just to like go like, wow. Yeah. This is so fucking completely different from the other one, which I don't know if I necessarily like, I mean, obviously it's a newer game and you, you gotta like make it a little bit more fresh, but like even Resident Evil two, like I said, it changed some stuff in the beginning, but it still generally felt like Resident Evil 2. Like, as I was playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, I was going like, oh, this is what this part looks like now. Like, this is what it looks like if it looked good. Whereas this one, I'm like, I feel like I'm playing a different game with just some of the base, like, points are scattered in there. So do you think this is, like, going to be a lot shorter of a game because you're getting to things earlier? Or do you think they messed with the the order of things like are you going to all of a sudden flash back to two weeks ago and that's where that'll be the beginning of the game that you remember well i mean the the whole game takes place only in one night so it's not like there's a you know it, it doesn't take place over a long period of time gotcha um it's just like and it's you know there there things are happening in a different order but there's still also new stuff that is happening um it's just uh just completely different though um like i said it's it's very weird and it does feel like it's more of a different game than a remake than resident evil 2 did Mm -hmm. uh it's still a good game though like it you know otherwise i I, you know i talked about like the weird fmv stuff and like the combat not feeling like it's as impactful but graphically a lot of the city still looks gorgeous to look at like it still looks really cool um uh, and like it's still fun to play, but it just feels like a different game as opposed to a remake of a game that I had played a bunch of times. I don't know. It, it feels, um, I feel like more disconnected to it than I did with Resident Evil Two. Do you think that's because you enjoyed Resident Evil Two so much more throughout your life? Or it's possible. Anybody? I have a lot more fonder memories than Resident Evil 2. Like, Resident Evil 2 is one of those games where, like, I can sit back and I can visualize... I played it so many times, I can, like, visualize how the game flows. Whereas Resident Evil 3, although I did play it a bunch of times, I like, it was one of those things where, like, I played it a bunch of times at the time when it came out. It wasn't the one that I would, like, go back to years after years after years to play again. Yeah, not the way that Resident Evil 2 is for you, where you can pick it up every few years and, you know, blast through it again. Yeah. Hmm. so i mean obviously you're gonna go through and finish it or is this kind of or is it jarring enough for you to like want to put it down for a little while and come back to it no 
I still want to finish it. Like, I mean, ultimately, I'm also assuming that it is a pretty short game. Like, uh, Resident Evil games aren't particularly very long. They're more meant to, like, be played multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, I played Resident Evil 2, the Resident Evil 2 remake, uh, like, four times, just doing it over again. Um, so I am kind of looking forward to having a game that is just, like, a short pick-up-and-play-and-finish kind of thing, as opposed to something that I had to dedicate a lot of time to. Um, so I, I do plan on finishing it. Like I said, it, it is still a good game and I am still enjoying it. It just feels like a very different game than when I was expecting. Have you, um, have you played any of the multiplayer yet? Uh, no, none of it. Hmm. Yeah. That's the only I have, part I have, like, that I'm intrigued I have, like, by. Yeah. I, I have like no interest in it for some reason. Well, because you don't know anybody else that has the game. I feel like this is very much one of those things where you want to go in with a team of four friends to face off against one rando. That's the bad guy or whatever. Right. Cause it's, yeah, those... it's like co-op. Yeah. But it's like a four-on-one, like um, Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight, right? Like, that's the kind of gameplay that it is, if I recall. Yeah. If I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I feel like that's the thing you want to play with friends, not randos. Uh, it's the kind of thing where, like, one the one person is controlling the monsters. Like, yeah. he, like, sets up the traps and stuff. Gotcha. He's not actually, like, I, I don't know if they're necessarily controlling the monsters, but they're controlling, like, where the monsters are, and they're, like, setting up the the narrative of the multiplayer experience gotcha yeah i feel like that's definitely a thing though that you'd want to play with friends not randos by yourself i mean unless maybe if i'm just playing the bad guy yeah but that is that one of those things where can you select you want to play as the bad guy or you just jump in a room and there's five people and it assigns one of them to be the monster yeah yeah i don't know You'll have to uh, you'll have to try it out and let us know. Yeah. If you if you want to. If you don't No, you have to do it. This mm-hmm. is your homework, John. Oh, there you go. John gave you homework. It's official. Mm-hmm. Um what about you, John? What'd you play this week? Uh more Call of Duty. Because that's the only thing I can wrap my brain around when I come home from work. Um, but also, like I said last week, there was only like nine days or something left to the season, and mm-hmm. now there's like three or two or something like that. Um but when I logged on yesterday, the game, like, freaked out, and, like, my rank was back to one, and, like, all of my stuff was gone, and I was, like, f- freaking out, like, turned off my system, turned it back on, still was being weird. And then at one point, I, like, restarted the whole system and went back into the game, and it gave me four or five unlocks for the battle pass for free, for nothing. Hmm. And I was just like, uh, okay. So I redeemed them, like, didn't, I checked my account, it didn't charge me money or anything like that. And then I maxed out the battle pass levels because you only go up to level 100. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, okay, well, I guess that happened. I played around, and then when I came out of the round, all my stuff was there. I was yeah. just like, all right. Just I, a weird glitch. Yeah. Well, and like they're doing double XP for everything now. So there's double battle pass and weapon and normal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and 155 is the max level for the seasons, and I'm at 150 right now. Oh, so. sick. I'll probably get there today, most mm-hmm. likely. Um, so I've just been doing challenges and stuff. And then Joe and I hopped in a match of Plunder, which isn't called Plunder anymore. It's called Blood, Blood Money. Blood Money. No, well, the, I think that's a different mode now because when I went, because I went into Warzone today for the first time all week, I also had to download that 80 gig update first, yeah. which was great fun, um, especially in a time where Sony's slowing down download updates and yeah. things. So yeah. that was Did great. It take two hours as well. Uh, no, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but the it's the blood money thing was there, 
but that's like guaranteed cash drops for kills and stuff, which is not necessarily what plunder was. But then there's also like if you go into the like training area, it says like plunder training. So well, I don't know if it's just a limited time rename of it or if it's a full time rename or if it just was like this is a special event for the start of season because season three just started, right? No, it's in a couple days. Okay, it's, it's about it's to start. start. Yeah, I think it starts on Tuesday. Gotcha. Um, and when you click on like if you go into the blood money mode. It shows at the bottom, like it shows whatever map you do usually, it, and then it says like mode. It said blood money, and then it said mode plunder. So like this is just a type of plunder now. Oh okay. Um, but like people were calling in attack choppers as players that also dropped money as well. So I think money happens faster from other people, but you don't get them from drops as much because like we were, drops were everywhere when we were playing it originally, and now they're like kind of more spaced out yeah it did say in the description that like if you kill people you get a guaranteed money drop yeah um, so and then it takes longer to respawn now so i think there's like a 30 or 20 second uh timer it's 20 second yeah and there used to i think it was just 10 before gotcha um so it takes longer to drop and it, i guess it's this is just encouraging people to fight more instead of looting which is what we did we just walked around and fucking well if the point of the game is to get as much money as you can right as quickly as you can, why the fuck would I want to fight anybody? No. When I can just go do like secure this area contracts and find all the box contracts. Yeah. Cause like, if that's the point of the game, that's how I'm going to play it. Like I don't need to show my call of duty supremacy here by killing everyone on the map. I just need to go get as much money as possible. Yeah. Fuck everyone else. Well, Joe and I got a million. Um, we didn't end up winning. We came in second place, but like we got to the million point. And I think we only had, like, a fight at the very end. So, yeah. like, Joe had zero kills. The guy on the other team had zero kills. And I think I had two. Like, And it was, like, within the last two minutes of the match. So Yeah. I mean, if what's important is the money, then that's all I'm going to focus on. Yeah. I don't care about anything else. No. Um, but once I get to, like, 155, I'm curious to see what the Season 3 stuff is. Because this will be, like, my, my first, like, in on the season when it's new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just playing the crap out of that i have like tons of games i could play otherwise same, same thing as you were saying before i was like yeah i bought a copy of dragon quest like it's unopened <laughs> oh well i mean to be fair now is the time to be playing dragon quest where you have literally nowhere to go yeah you're stuck inside for all 110 hours so you might as well just dragon quest them well i mean i still have work but that's true but but you know what i mean like there's yeah. no there's no temptation to go like on a toy or video game run. Right. Like you're not going to Joe's house on the weekend. Like you're yeah. here. You might as well hunker down. And like, if there's any good time to play a JRPG, it's during quarantine. Yeah. When you can't leave. Yeah. When you can't do anything else. <laughs> when you're held prisoner. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that might be a worthwhile thing, but again, it's that just like nothing matters. Why don't I just play what I'm having fun with? Why? Yeah. Well, and like, I've also been watching a bunch of movies lately. Yeah same thing where it's just like usually i would be like oh i'll go and do something or you know like i'll play a couple rounds and then go do something now it's like well i'm here i might as well watch three movies in a row yeah <laughs> like i saw something that i think would be a good idea and it happened to me yesterday it was like netflix should turn off the are you still watching thing because like yes netflix of course i am i am i'm here where the fuck do you think i'm gonna go yeah i'm here just turn that feature off, please, and I'll we'll just continue binging whatever nonsense I'm watching. They have a new mode in Netflix that you can watch things with people now. Yeah, it's a special um, Chrome extension plugin. Yeah. That you can just like every there's like a chat and everyone can watch it at the same time. 
uh, I didn't actually download it, but like my brother and I used to do that, but like separately, we would start movies separately and then just text each other while we were watching it. Yeah, this is just like yeah, they've, they've had they've had websites that you could do that kind of stuff for a long time. Yeah, this one's just like a Google and Netflix partnership that allows like one person to just be the person that plays it and it starts at the same time for everybody rather than being like, okay, three, two, right. one, press play. That's what we would do. Yeah, uh, which like that still works, but you know you got to get creative in these. These troubling times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played a little bit of Call of Duty today. I've just been playing a lot of Splatoon still. Really? Yeah. Though I'm getting really frustrated with people because I'm playing ranked a lot because I'm tr- still trying to get my ranks up to A plus on everything. And I'm in so many games a lot of the times where like people just aren't playing it for the objective of the game. Yeah. Like how I talk about in Plunder, where the, the objective is to go get money. Don't worry about kills. Don't worry about, you know, finding things. Just like go get money. Right. In Splatoon, like, I'll be playing tower control where you have to, like, stand on the tower and bring it into the, like, the defenses area. And I'll just watch people go and they're trying to play, like, team deathmatch. And I'm just, like, on the tower by myself, like, with the the other entire team just shooting me. And I'm like, where is my team? Why are you guys painting off in the distance? This is not the point of this mode. Stop it. Right. And so it's been very frustrating. I've been finding the same thing. But, I mean, with Call of Duty, it's free weekend. So, like any normal person can be mm-hmm. playing it but it was the same thing i was in like in a match today we were playing hardpoint and everyone was camping with snipers except for me i was the only one with at any time on the like because it yeah the timer goes off like i finished the match with two minutes on the hardpoint and everyone else at zero i was like why am i even playing this like, yeah what are you like what are you doing this isn't the point of the game right. like if you're going to play an objective based game play the objective don't right. don't jump in to whatever game mode it is and just be like, nah, f- I'm just going to fuck off and like, yeah, do I'm whatever I want. Yeah, just going to stay here and camp the whole time. Yeah. I don't care about winning or losing. Yeah, which is not, like, I don't understand that. But they're all, like, in the same, like, at least in Splatoon, like, they're all A rank because you're only matched up with people that you're in the same That's rank true. with. yeah. I didn't think about it. So, like, like, they still had to, at some point, I guess they could have lucked into winning <laughs> and just played incorrectly the whole time. Yeah. But, I'm sorry, Joe, are we boring you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Audible, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we heard that. Uh, <laughs> is that was that you raising your hand did you have something to say <laughs> no i've just been sitting here and doing nothing so i'm mm. tired from doing nothing oh just in general not yeah. not from us Got yeah, it. yeah. Okay. fair enough um but yeah i mean it's, i've just been playing my switch i did uh i did have a, like a, a zoom call with my family last mm. week after we recorded and my sister was like Oh, like, do you have Ring Fit Adventure? Like, it's so much fun. And I was like, no, I don't. Shut up. Your sister has it? <laughs> yeah. She like, got it a couple months ago just because she wanted to get it. She heard it was fun yeah. before all of this happened. And now she's like, I'm so glad that I did. I'm like, no, damn it. I wanted it right before this whole pandemic happened. And right. it was sold out in my area. And then this happened. And now it's definitely not coming. Like, no. now it's definitely a thing I can't buy. Um, so I got that rubbed in my face a little bit. But yeah, That's I've just awesome. been mostly playing my Switch. I have uh, I thought about picking up MLB the show because like there is no baseball and I ha- but I haven't done it yet. And also like I almost think like I have the show nineteen, literally nothing changes because there is no new baseball. I might as well just play the free thing that I have as opposed to yeah. spending the sixty dollars on on the game. I have also given a lot more thought to downloading dreams lately. Because originally I was going to try to just like do a you know a used GameStop takeout of it just to try it because I don't know if I'm going to like it even though it's you know nines and tens across the board, um, but since nobody can trade anything in, and all the GameStops are shut down or curbside pickup only, 
figured I might as well just download it. Yeah, for... I'm trying to GameStop rent something during quarantine's not going to work. <laughs> no, well, because no one could have traded something in. They would have stopped trade-ins, I have to assume. And yeah, I'm, I also don't think they want returns either. No. So I might just... I mean, didn't we were saying Target stopped taking returns? Yeah, I mean, a lot of places have. Um, you know, any place that takes in trade, you know, of used movies or games or whatever, they've all stopped. Like all the used video game stores that we normally go to, I've been seeing things online where they're like, we're just doing curbside pickup for games. Like, I'm sorry, you can't sell us your games right now. Like, we, we're not taking trades. Like, we're not going to have used copies of any of these new hits. Like, you, sorry, it's just not. You're, you're, you're not getting your used Doom Eternal anywhere. No, it's like you're just going to have to bite the bullet and, you know pay retail for it if you really want it or shop at a big box store to get it and can't get it from our, your local your locally owned video game shop yeah. so yeah I, I don't know i got stuff i could play in the background too i just i don't i don't know i just the world is so different that i just don't know what to do with my day yeah try it now but yeah lots of switch for me lots of splatoon mario u deluxe when i go through like i beat that originally i never beat the luigi u so i'm going to try to beat mario u again and then go back and play the Luigi U stuff because I never did Good. play that. You gonna find all the gold coins and stuff? Maybe. I we'll see how deep into it. I, I normally try to do that with these newer Mario games, anyways. Get all the the coins and stuff on the first run through. Uh, but I'm not like going back and if I beat a level and I miss one, I'm like I'll just get it later. Like I don't need to. I'm not trying to be stuck on the same level over and over and over oh, again right now. Just to get the gold coin before just you get to get one. the yeah. I'll like I'll. Get what I can on the first run-throughs, and then we'll see where I'm at after that and go back and get what I need to get. Um, but, like, I try to, like, not take the easiest straight-line path. I always try to find the, like, you know, the off-the-beaten-trail area where I think those gold coins are going to hide. And if I go that route and I don't find them, then I'm just moving on. Right. Um, but, I, I mean, we're going to have so much time, so I eventually will do that. I should also go back and just finish Breath of the Wild as well, because I never did Still that. never finished it? No. I never finished it either. I did people. pretty much just did like everything right up to uh, the castle, like the last castle. And then I was just like, oh, I kind of like don't want it to end. And then I never finished it. Yeah, that's kind of how I was. I don't remember what came out that stopped me from playing it or putting it down. Because for a while I couldn't put it down. And then I did and just never picked it back up. So maybe I'll get into it again. And you got DLC to, to go through after that too. Uh, I mean, I didn't buy this. I didn't buy the DLC, so... I mean, you could. Yeah, it's available. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how much I get sucked back into it if and when I decide to play it again. Yeah. Um, all right, so that'll do it for what we've been playing. So we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week. Uh, and we'll start things off with Nintendo news as uh, rumors have been coming out all week uh, about big Nintendo's big plans for 2020 as it relates to the 35th anniversary of Mario. So the big rumor that was this week is that um, they have a, a big plan in store uh, full of remakes and new games in the Mario franchise. Uh, the remakes that will be coming to Switch supposedly, again, take this with a grain of salt, are Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy just one from my understanding, from anything I saw. Did you guys see anything about a Mario Galaxy 2 coming? No, I was uh, talking to my cool about that too. So I was like, it's weird that they're only giving the first one, not the second one. I just kind of assumed when they said Galaxy, they meant both of them. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't... That's just, that's just what I assumed. I, I honestly didn't even really think about it. It would be weird if they only put out one. Well, some of the rumors that I've seen say that the Mario 64 Galaxy and Sunshine will be part of one 
$60 bundled box. Yeah, that's what I was seeing also. So that makes it seem like maybe that is just Galaxy. Because if you got all four of those games for $60, that's the steal of the century. Considering every time they've re-released Mario 64, it's at least $20, if not more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I think that when was the last time they probably released it on the Wii U shop, if I had to guess. Well, the th- no, the it never came out. Yeah, it was the DS that it came out as Mario 64 DS, but it came out on the 3DS as well. But I think it's just a virtual console version of the DS one, oh. possibly. Yeah. Um, but even so, I, I think when they've done that, it's been like 20 bucks on its own. So if you got four games for 60, that's that's a damn good steal. Yeah. Um, there's no indication if these are like remasters or you know up or anything like that if they're moving away from or if they're still going to be like in four three aspect ratio or if they're changing to be widescreen like there's no no indication on the details of that um but which one of those games are you guys most looking forward to mm, i don't really care i mean of, i'm of not a those... big mario fan so nothing for me <laughs> oh i'm a huge mario fan um and uh, i mean do you mean of those three games well, yeah, like of the games that have been rumored to come out so far, what do you what do you? Well, because there's more there's more things that were rumored to be coming out. Which other ones? Uh, there was there was supposed to be a new Paper Mario coming as yeah. well. Yeah, well, that's the that's not a, a re-release. Okay, that's, that was the next piece of it. But yes, uh, they, okay. I thought you meant of like all of the rumors. What was I? Oh, say? okay. No, well, we can. I mean, we can talk about that too. Then we'll pivot the question. Uh, yeah, they did mention that a new Paper Mario uh, will be coming out more in the style of the older Paper Marios, yes. not the not the more recent iterations of Paper Mario, which weren't as widely received. More of a throwback to the original intent of Paper Mario. The ones that were That's more RPGs as opposed to like correct platformer platformer action games. Correct. Uh, yeah, and that's... then there was also uh, Super Mario 3D Land or Super Mario 3D World. 3D World. I forget which yep. one. The one World. Yeah, World. Land was the uh, 3DS one. World was the okay. Wii U one. And that'll be like uh, Mario Brothers U or Captain Toad, where it's a standalone deluxe version of the Wii U release with extra content and extra levels. So they're, that's technically, I guess, three games. The combo pack with the. 64 Wii and GameCube Mario's, the Wii U Mario as its own game with extra content, and then the new Paper Mario game. <laughs> I think that's it, right? Uh, yeah, those are the ones that I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I personally, I, I mean, I would be more most excited for the um, re-release of 64 Sunshine and Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping that it's Galaxy 1 and 2 because I think we talked about it before when the original like rumor... Did we talk about this on the podcast before? Or no, we just rumors? heard about this rumor this week. Like We had texting back and forth. Okay, All right. so I'm thinking of the texting. Um, I would be looking forward to uh, Galaxy uh, coming out because I never actually really played Galaxy on the, uh, the Wii because uh, I really couldn't get behind the like motion controls that they were yeah. using like i didn't care for playing it on the wiimote and stuff so if they put out galaxy and hopefully galaxy 2 that you can play with a regular controller setup or like with the joy cons mm-hmm. you know hopefully as a regular controller uh, i would be completely down for that because that's one of the mario games that i never played yeah i played i think like the first you know quarter of it uh because i didn't have a wii i just 
when they were impossible to find and cheap, I was like, eh, you know, I'll, I'm not too worried about it. I'll get it eventually, maybe. Uh, and then by the time, like, it was available to find, the only games that were worth playing were, like, the handful of Marios. And I was just like, eh, it's, it's fine. I'll play it on a Dolphin emulator on my computer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only played, like, the first quarter, I think, of that game. Uh, and it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. But I would definitely want to go back and play it again. Uh, and I never played Sunshine. So I would very much like to go back and give that a try as well. Um, one thing to keep in mind, Joe, for you, uh, with what you just said was the galaxy was actually re-released since its original Wii release on the NVIDIA shield a few years ago, uh, as a partnership in China only, they released a handful of Nintendo games on the NVIDIA shield. And I believe on that release, it was playable, just standard controller. Um, so that bodes well, I think for, I mean, granted the joy con can do everything that you would have been able to do on the Wii remote and nunchuck. But if you can play it just regular, yeah, give me the apps. Exactly. No, I would hope for the same thing too, because I don't want to be forced to play motion controls if I don't have to. Yeah, and uh, and like hopefully on a newer system with newer controls and stuff. Uh, Like uh, even Super Mario Sunshine, I loved Super Mario Sunshine. It was a great game. Uh, The controls were really fucking weird for it. So like, if you could do a remapped or like redone control scheme. For that game, uh, using you know a, a Wii or a, a Switch uh, controller, uh, I would love to be able to play that again because I recently tried to play it like on my GameCube, uh, and I just couldn't get past the weird controls. Like at the time when it originally had come out, I was probably just like, eh, like you just gotta deal with these weird controls. When I tried to go back and play it now, after a much you know broader history of playing things, like trying to play the way that they had it set up, I was like, oh god, this is so fucking bizarre. So like uh, a better version of that would be uh, great too, and I'd be interested to see if they did uh, just classic Mario sixty four, or if it would be some form of the Mario sixty four DS with all the extra content that they had in it. Yeah. So what was different about that? Because that's actually a game I never picked up, mostly because every time I ever saw it used, it was still like forty dollars. Yeah, it still probably is. Uh, you can play as Luigi, Yoshi, Wario. Uh, it had like a mechanism where like. Uh, you could take the hats of the other characters and put them on. You actually start the game off as Yoshi as opposed to Mario and you run around and you like put on a Mario hat to turn into Mario and then you can run around with Mario's abilities or like get a different hat and turn into you know a Luigi hat or a Wario hat hmm. uh, and it added like a bunch of other things in it as well but like obviously being able to play as different characters they had different uh, gameplay styles which changed up things a lot like you know obviously you could do like the flutter jump as Yoshi Gotcha. So, yeah, it was very, like, it added a bunch of stuff to the game. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would have to think that you'd want to put just, like, the standard version of there on the collection. Uh, but, I, I, again, extra content's always a good thing, so who knows? It's probably the most recent that they're, like, going to port, or not port, but, you know, reprogram into the game, too. Yeah. Yeah, because, I, cause, I mean, how much of the touchpad was used in 64 ds like how much reworking would you have to do to get a ds game working on the switch versus just porting over an n64 game i don't think, uh, there was I much. think it was i think it was mainly for like rotating the camera yeah gotcha it was the 3d because there's no dual stick it was just used to control the camera yeah yeah which you can then yeah easily you know map that to the right joystick yeah 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very much looking forward to the collection, most of all, from this. I don't really know anything about Paper Mario, so that doesn't move the needle at all for me. Like, super happy for those that yeah. have been wanting a return to form for the Paper Mario series. Uh, but the collection here is really where I'm... 3D World was good, too. I never beat that, so I'd probably get that one as well. Because uh, I like 3D Land a lot. And obviously that was the it's a, Wii U one? That's the Wii U one, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I played, I think... You know, bits and pieces of that, but I don't think I ever finished it. Um, so yeah, I'd be down to probably get pretty much all of these. But I mean, there's not really any big titles on the horizon for the Switch, so flooding it with Mario games this summer or fall is probably a good move for most. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, it's not going to do anything for everybody, but uh, it should be pretty fun. And as of right now, these are all still rumors. Uh, part of the rumor was that these were supposed to be unveiled uh, during E3. Mostly is part, I would assume, is part of their Nintendo Direct that they would normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously with E3 canceled, we don't know how that'll look. Will they just do a Direct on the Tuesday like they would have otherwise? Does this get released a little bit earlier or announced a little bit earlier? Um, that still remains to be seen. But uh, so far, a pretty big year for Mario's 35th birthday. Uh, so if you're a big Mario fan, you got a lot to, a lot to look forward to. Uh, all right, lightning round, uh, something you'll have to wait a much longer time to be looking forward to uh, is The Last of Us Part Two, which has been delayed several times uh, leading up to what was eventually supposed to be its May release date, uh, has now been pushed indefinitely. So that that sucks. I guess they said they're almost done with the game itself. This isn't a, like, a time needed to add more things to it delay. This is a... We just we, we want to be able to roll it out properly and we want to be able to have like a big launch for this game. And we can't do that this way with the way the world is. So we're just not going to do it. Makes um, sense. Yeah. I mean, part of it does, I guess, to me, I, you can still launch a game. I, I know you can't have like fan events or interactive experiences or they, like you can't do all the things you would necessarily want to do with a rollout of a launch. But ultimately, like you can still put the game out. The yeah, it'll be released if it's that was, done. That was my ultimate thing. Like, you know, one of the things I said is that they wanted it to like ensure that it launched around the same time for everybody that like everybody got to play it all at once. Yeah. Um, and I can only think of uh, Final Fantasy seven remake, which was released early in Australia and Europe just to make sure that people could like play it. Um. I would think more, it would be more important just to get the game into the hands of people as opposed to being like, oh, we want to make sure we can make a big deal about releasing our game. Yeah. Which it seems like, I mean, that's the stance they want to take, which like all power to them, you know, this is going to be essentially the last flagship game on the PlayStation 4. Because, right? Ghost of Tsushima. Well, Ghost of Tsushima is the summer. Last of Us got delayed to the fall, right? It got delayed so many times that I'm now lost track of it. Right? It I mean, went... it was supposed to be May 29th is when it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Well, didn't it get pushed to then the September as well? What else? What got, What just got pushed to September? A lot of stuff. I know. Um, I don't remember exactly when it was supposed to be. Well, Sony also announced that the VR Iron Man game is getting delayed indefinitely as well. So Yeah, that was the next. Well, I just, I mean, I don't know if that's along the same lines as, like, they wanted a big release party for that too? Or is this just Sony being like, hey, we want to put these out when it's not in like coronavirus time? Yeah, I didn't see anything about reasoning for 
Iron Man. No, neither did I. Um, that was just, was like, just a, like, hey, a it's delayed too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the May one was the most recent release date. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima then would have been the last big thing for the PS4. Mm-hmm. But now it's not, because now Last yeah. of Us. I mean, we also don't know if that's going to get delayed either. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, that at least was is a summertime one, so that seems more likely to be in the area where the world kind of returns to normal a little bit more than it is now. Um, but yeah, but we still don't know. There's no real end in sight for this. Um, so I guess in Sony's confirmation of the news, they did lump Last of Us and Iron Man together in saying that uh, the global crisis is preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. Um, and then they followed up with no other games have been delayed at this time. Yeah, that was the only thing I saw. So that's why I was like, it seems like an odd choice of words, but whatever. I'm, I'm always yeah. fine with delaying stuff. Like, just do it the way you want to do it. Give it the yeah. time it needs. I'm fine with delaying for, like, quality control, but with that, uh, like, the launch experience, what it deserves kind of thing, like, I just want the game. Like, I don't care about the fanfare of the launch of the game. I just want the game. Well, yeah, because, I mean, what is the fanfare of game launches nowadays? It's really just midnights and... Yeah, are they really concerned about everybody having their midnight launch for Last of Us? Well, I mean, think about this the other way. A lot of people lost their jobs... They can't afford it right now. So even if it came out right now, they wouldn't be able to get it. Uh, you can't go to a game store and get the things you want to. It's like the even like the people who would be like, oh, I'm in the store and I see it here. I totally forgot it was out. I might as well get it. Aren't going to have that experience either. So like it sucks for those who are excited for it. But for like the most majority of the people who aren't, you know, like hyped for it, I think that's the audience that they're trying to hold back to hope that they get it at that time i feel like it's so weird it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face a little bit because i'd rather placate to the the rabid fans who want my game and who like pre-ordered it on the playstation store the second that they could and like the type of people that would do the pre-install the second it's available rather than the person who may or may not see it on a shelf as they're browsing the best buy yeah and and, you know you you, so I, i can understand what you're saying about like i i can see what you're saying about the like people being unemployed right now and like not having the money kind of thing. Yeah. It, it is there. There's like a, 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 a scale to that where you on one side, yeah, you have a ton of people that like, you know, might not be able to buy it right now. On the other side, you have a ton of people that have nothing but free time and are just looking for something to kill it. Yeah. And a lot of those people could also have like pre-purchased and prepaid for everything. Like if you pre-order on the PlayStation store, you fully paid it off already back when you had your job, three months ago when you were anticipating this game coming out, you know, in March when it was supposed to come out the time before. So like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd want to be putting content into the world for those people that need an excuse to like pass the time, like need something to do to pass the time. Um, so, I mean, if it's, if this is just a thinly veiled, we're actually not ready yet, then fine, whatever. Um, I'd rather you say that the game's not ready yet. I know they don't want to push it another time for quality purposes, but I feel like people are much more resilient to like, be like, okay, you know, your line of thinking, John, we're like, just take your time, put it out when it's ready and, and we'll be here waiting for you to then use the pandemic as a potential excuse to say that the launch isn't what you want. It's a, it's a tougher pill to swallow, I think. 
Well, and also, like, there are people who work on these games that aren't going to be at their 100%. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you wanted to say, like, hey, all of our employees are working from home, so that slows the process, we're not going to make it. Everyone would be like, totally get it. Totally fine. Makes perfect sense. You guys do you. Employees, stay safe. Stay socially distanced. Stay home. Do whatever you got to do. We'll be here waiting when it's ready because we know what to expect from Naughty Dog. Right. And we know the quality that you guys put out, game in, game out. You don't have bad games. Um, but to say the launch, like, if you leave the launch aspect out of it completely, I, I would have no qualms here. The second you bring in the launch experience isn't right, that's when I start to be like, eh, but who cares about the launch experience? I want the game. I don't want the pomp and circumstance. Well, I'm also thinking, like, not just the experiences in like a jolly, you know, event, but like, what if it comes out and there's game breaking crashes and like things that patches need to happen and you can't be in the office to fix it. So, well, I mean, they're still working from home. So, right. But like, rather than having all hands on deck, like to, to have that kind of stuff happen during a launch day event or, you know, server uh, experiences, like, uh, cause everything's going to be, you know, hyped up for the, the game coming out. Yeah, but that would happen, like, you'd still have that worry regardless if there's game-breaking bugs and stuff like yeah. that. Like, again, well, you, probably want to just... in, you probably want to ensure that everybody is, like, on the same page, which, might, which you know, is working very cohesively, which might be difficult when you have everybody spread out as right, much. Right, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, but that all speaks to quality of the game, not quality of the, like, experience. launch experience. Yeah, it's just a weird wording of it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe this is their whole point is... We can't ensure bugs. We can't ensure like bug fixes. We can't ensure right. graphics popping in and out. Like these are the things that we would normally do together in the office, and it makes it harder. So we're going to have to delay it. Totally fine. Every part of that explanation makes sense. The second you make it about the fans' launch experience is where you, is where they lost me. Yeah. With, like valid reasoning for a delay. Mm. Everything that we are saying makes total sense from a quality standpoint, but the midnight launch aspect of it. And granted, they didn't say that specifically, but their wording definitely lends credence to a launch experience over gameplay experience. Yeah. And I think that's a little muddled. Not necessarily and it is, long. But... And it is also weird that they would tack that in at the same time where they were also announcing that Iron Man was delayed. Yeah. Which I don't think anyone's cared about Iron Man VR's launch experience. <laughs> No, I mean, unless they had some big rollout plan in conjunction with Marvel and Disney where they were going to, you know, get Robert Downey Jr. or do, like, some kind of big event, then maybe... Fly around in your own jetpack suit. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't, like, that one can just take its sweet time. Like, I'm not super jazzed about Iron Man VR necessarily. I might still get it and play it, but it's not, it's not high up on the list the way I think Last of Us 2 is for most people. Yeah. And definitely it's a weird term too i mean not weird in like the strange sense but also like they could just be like oh yeah uh we're just kind of boiling out until you know we know when things are gonna be open and you can be within six feet of each other so it could potentially be may still i mean or even june and then just be like yeah it was delayed a month and indefinitely just meant we didn't know when it was coming out yeah yeah the use of like when i hear indefinitely i always think forever yeah never yeah. coming back <laughs> well cuz that's what it usually is when something's you know put on hold indefinitely right. it means it's, it's not coming out forever yeah. yeah movie scripts games things like that but in this instance it is just indefinite we just don't know right. when There's this no, will be fine no defining time yeah cuz again they said they were almost done with the game 
here now like a little less than two months away from that original launch and so if they're almost done then you get a month plus of bug fixes and you go gold at the same time and they probably would have hit this date but obviously work from home slows everything down and all that so um yeah i guess we'll see i mean on the bright side for me at least it gives me more time to replay through last of us remastered to finish that before this comes out but i mean i think a small minority of people in that who I actually never even played the first one. Yeah, but you. But do you care at all about the second? Not really. Yeah. So like, I I, I do want, want to play the first one. I mean, it was a games with gold or a PS Plus game, so yeah. I'll probably play it before it comes out. But then, like, I don't really care enough to buy it at launch. Yeah, I love Naughty Dog games. It's just when I think I tried to play it the first time when I got my PS4, it was just like, eh, I'm not really in the mood for this. So there's other things I could play. Yeah. Um, and so I just never got around to finishing it. So I do like Naughty Dog games and very much looking forward to this output, but I just have to wait a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, one thing that is said to have no delays whatsoever is the Xbox Series X. Joe, do you want to tell us more about that? Uh, yeah, uh, Phil Spencer came out uh, and was talking about launch plans for the Xbox Series X. And uh, he did confirm that as of right now, uh, Microsoft is still planning on going ahead with the 2020 uh, launch that they had originally planned for the Xbox, the new Xbox system. So, uh, I mean, it was kind of up in the LA. I mean, everybody was speculating that we might see a delay in the systems just because, you know, production lines being cut off and obviously, uh, you know, being able to procure the systems and stuff is kind of up in the air right now. Uh, we didn't know what day they were going to be coming out anyways, and there's no way of knowing what things will be like come November, I guess was what people were thinking. Yeah. October, November. It's usually, that's when PS4 and Xbox one came out was I think November. Yeah, so. so we don't know how things are going to be at that time, but they're still eyeing on making sure that the system comes out when it was originally planned. Yeah, uh, Sony, I don't think, has come out necessarily and said that. I think they've more hinted at it, like it hasn't been an official stance yet, uh, the, along the same lines of no delays. Uh, but I think the general thought is that while they may release on the same day as they were always intended to be, um, consoles may just be a little bit more in short supply. Because they don't want to push these launches to 2021, uh, you know, be, just because they, they have plans. And, you know, console launch plans, I feel like, are a lot harder to change than a video game release. But um, because not only is like not only are they thinking about their games, they're also thinking about the companies that are making the game or the system. Yeah. But they're thinking about the company that are making the games. So, yeah, if you delay the system, you're also putting out, you know lots and lots of game developers that were planning on gaming, having their things out at a certain time. Yeah. So that, you know, that messes up the whole, you know, plan uh, across multiple companies. So that makes it a little bit tougher. So they definitely are trying as best they can, given the circumstances uh, to hit those initial targets, but whether or not there will be the amount of consoles there would have otherwise been will be a little bit harder to determine. So, um, I mean, I'm still in my mind planning on getting the PS5. I don't know what it's going to look like or how much it's going to cost or when it's going to come out, but that's the plan that I have in place right now. We'll see if, you know, I'm able to get one. I assume, Joe, are you looking at getting both systems when they launch or are you leaning one way or the of other? Of course, I'm looking at getting both. <laughs> I just what wanted to be certain. To? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, you know, I wanted to get, you know, verification from you and not just assume. Um, what are your next gen plans, John? I know you just got the PS4 not too long ago, yeah. um, but are you eyeing next gen at the start, or are you going to take the wait and see approach? No, I'm going to wait. There's, I, 
game video game systems are all about the games for me like so a system needs to sell me a game before i care about the system mm-hmm. i mean obviously i waited a little while for the switch for things to come out for it yeah. that i really cared about um and as of right now like neither launch titles look very great but they don't have any yet yeah there's like one game and like that's it and halo and that's it uh well and there, there was the, like other stuff that i guess was pitched yeah, I mean, nope. I, we don't know our official going to be. Oh, I assume the next Assassin's Creed will be right. the next, uh, um, you know, whatever other Ubisoft title will well, be there. Was that from software game? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah. Cyberpunk. I don't Last know if that's going to be a launch title, though. No, but that'll be available on both. Yeah, so there's nothing. I mean, there's still nine months left of the year, so. Yeah, and no still... company's announced a launch lineup yet. No. So. Um, but depending on that, it's you know where i'll go i honestly don't think i'll ever probably buy an xbox again i just don't care enough about microsoft's like franchises Mm. like i do like halo but the last halo just burned me too hard that i don't care about infinite anymore um so i'll keep my eyes on the ps5 but otherwise meh. like I'll, i'll wait until there's some sort of game that makes it a system seller for me and or like if they have like a crazy tv bundle thing so I can finally get a new TV and a uh, um, 4K Blu-ray drive or whatever it's going to come with. Yeah, because both new next-gen systems will have 4K yeah, Blu-ray yeah. drives. So um, that'll be good uh, to have that available. But yeah, I guess, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, Phil Spencer right now is just talking best-case scenario and yeah. obviously wants to remain optimistic about the you know the plans for the latter half of this year but the, the longer this goes the more it throws literally everything in society into a you know a crazy whirlwind so yeah uh, i guess that remains to be seen so we'll uh, we'll keep our eyes peeled for any and all information i mean we're what two months away now from what would have been e3 so mm-hmm. i feel like that's when a lot of this information probably would have come to light yeah. um I'm still hoping we get a state of play one day that says, here's the PS5 and here's how much it costs and here's what games are coming. And But I, do, I don't know. It looks less and less likely with each passing day. So I guess we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we did get the announcement of a new game. Uh, many thought it to be a April Fool's Day joke because I think it came out either just like the night before or that morning uh, and that we're getting a sequel to Rogue Legacy which was a fun uh, roguelike game that came out, I forget when, it was probably five years ago, I would think. The first one, Joe, do you remember when Rogue Legacy came out? Uh, I never played it. Oh. You never played Rogue Legacy? No. Nope. You, probably, you probably really like it. Uh, Rogue Legacy came out in 2013, seven years. Yeah. That game's great. I bought a Vita to play that game. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember, like, getting that game. I think it might have been a PlayStation Plus game. And, I, like, I loaded it up on my Vita when I went for, like, a month-long work trip. I was yeah. like, I'm going to play this game. And I played it here and there, but I just never fully got into it. But I've watched it be played enough times to to really enjoy it. I played the crap out of that game. Um, I, watched, uh, I watched Tyler play a ton of it. Yeah, like, Tyler sold me on it because when he gets into something, he really gets into something. And I, like, was super stoked. And I played a bunch of it when... On his system, like I think it was like cat sitting or something like that, and then like a couple days later, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna buy a Vita." Didn't know it was on, didn't know it was on both consoles, so I bought a Vita to play that game. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's no more information about it right now, just that they're working on it. Uh, it's coming out. Uh, they didn't even confirm what systems, but I have to assume PS4, or Xbox, Switch, yeah, probably everything. Uh, maybe it just came out on the Switch PS5. Recently. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll probably be next gen. It'll probably be you know cross gen compatible because again, it's just a cartoony looking game, mm-hmm. um, so you won't have to worry too much about graphical powerhouseness between systems. You could probably just port it over super easily. Um, but this one, it looks uh, a little bit more cartoony than the previous one. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's just a little bit of a different art style. I think the um, the characters pop a little bit more in the foreground than they did in the first one um, versus the background. So um, let's see if there's only, uh, let's see. Yeah, just the same the same person is scoring both games. Uh, it's really the only details that they've announced so far, but a pretty popular game uh, that I think people have been wanting a sequel for for a long time. So that's pretty exciting news. Um, do, now, with the sequel coming, Joe, do you think you'll go back and give the first one a shot? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was always something that, like, I, I had no reason not to play it. Um, uh, originally, I was never really all that interested in, uh, like, roguelike type games. This, I mean, this is the one that the term roguelike came from, right? I mean, this is the first time I ever heard that term was with this game, whether or not it around before then i don't remember probably i think um, it was probably like a pc thing before it came to consoles yeah for I'm the most saying. part but yeah with joe i this was the game that created the term in my eyes at least yeah yeah uh i was like never really all that super interested in that type of gameplay until dead cells came out so like dead cells was the first game like the first roguelike game that i actually like really played and enjoyed um, so now I have more of an appreciation for those games and I could probably go back and enjoy it a lot more than I would have th- thought of originally, but I just kind of pass on it cause I was not interested in the roguelike, uh, style of game at the time. Yeah. And I mean this, I'm looking just briefly, this is definitely not, uh, the game that would have created that, um, name. I don't think, cause there, there've been games like this dating back to the eighties, on like PC games. Um, but I oh, think this okay. is, this is probably what gave rise to, um, the game. Oh, apparently there's a video game called rogue in the eighties. So. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yeah. The 1980 game rogue, which was an ASCII based game that runs in terminal or terminal emulator. There you go. So, yeah, so definitely not the one that created the name, but this is what this rogue legacy is the game that put that name on the map yeah. for me at the very Same. least. Yeah. Um, Cause anytime I ever heard that, I'm like, Oh, like rogue legacy. Right. I know like, that's what I always equated it to. Cause that was the first example I was overly familiar with. Um, but yeah, I might go back and you know try to beat that game. Cause I did have fun with it when I played it. Um, and the sequel looks to, to be more of the same, which uh, people can uh, get on board with. I would assume. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, we got a firm release date. Uh, for an upcoming expansion to a vastly popular franchise in Minecraft Dungeons. Joe, when's Minecraft Dungeons coming to us? Uh, Yeah, we talked about how Minecraft Dungeons was uh, delayed at the last uh, Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, I mentioned that it was going to be delayed. They didn't give a date. Uh, Now Mojang, or uh, it's not Mojang anymore, right? It's Mojang, I believe. No, Mojang is not making it anymore. I think he sold off the assets to Microsoft. Well, I thought he sold the whole company, like the whole Microsoft. He sold the he sold the franchise. Yeah, but didn't like a different studio take over development of it? I don't know. I don't remember. It's not important either way. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons is now uh, launching on May twenty six. This uh, Minecraft Dungeons was the one that was basically the Diablo Minecraft clone. Uh, yeah, Minecraft and, Dungeons. Uh, 
I'm Sorry, pretty God. hyped for this one, so I'm excited for it to actually come out. I was actually a little disappointed when I heard that it was delayed because I was like, oh, I was kind of really looking forward to that. Yeah, so Minecraft Dungeons is an upcoming dungeon crawler game developed by Mojang and published by Xbox Game Studios. The game is set to be released on Windows, Xbox One, PS4, and Nintendo Switch on May 26, 2020. So it is still developed by Mojang. And it's yeah. published by Microsoft, but will be available on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And there will be two different versions of it. There's going to be a uh, regular and a collector's edition version. What does the collector's edition come with? Have they announced that yet? Uh, no. Uh, there's going to be a twenty dollars. Yeah, it's a regular twenty dollars version, and then there's going to be a hero edition coming for thirty dollars. Uh, includes a hero pass that includes a hero cape, two player skins, and a chicken pet. Oh. Also includes two upcoming DLC packs. Wait, it's a chicken now? Oh, that's just what the... Uh, this is a, from the official Minecraft website. Well, the, the running thing was, they said, is it a chicken or a duck? And, oh. Like, they never even, like... <laughs> they never said what, it, what was. it was. Yeah, so gotcha. I guess now that it's confirmed, it's a chicken. There you go. Yeah, I'm not I'm not up to date on my Minecraft in-jokes or memeable media, so I, I missed that completely. <laughs> Uh, what a, a super fan Brian's been trying to get all of us to play Minecraft together now that everyone's in quarantine is like a way to, you know, stay together. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, I'm not playing Minecraft. I'm sorry. I, I'm just I, I said the same thing when like I first heard about Minecraft. I was just like, I don't care. And then I played Minecraft for like eight hours the first time I played it. And then I have been a, I'm, I haven't played Minecraft in a long time, but like my friends and I used to play all the time. And it was just like a thing that you would do to hang out with your friends and then you know, it's like Animal Crossing, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. No, like I, I, I totally understand the appeal of it, and his reasoning makes sense. Uh, but I just, uh, I wasn't. I don't think I'm going to play it. <laughs> You're like, and no. if every single other person was like, "Yes, I'm in," I'll be like, "Fine, I will reluctantly join because I, you know, but like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the first one to jump in that water to say like, yeah, I'm gonna buy and download Minecraft right now. I'll see you online soon. Like I just, I don't think I'm gonna do it. It's a it's a deep dive to make right now too. Yeah. Like there's a lot going on in Minecraft. But at the same time, like is it's cross platform in that like my saves and stuff transfer from system to system, don't they? Or is uh, it just you can play with friends on other systems? I think you can just play with friends on other systems because the the PC version has way more stuff than everything else. Yeah. Um. At least that's the way it was when we were on the Xbox. You could you could go backwards, but you couldn't go forward. So like. We had friends who had PC versions could play in our Xbox world, but we couldn't play in his PC world. Yeah, because there'd be extra things that you wouldn't be privy to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like... Do you know when the last time Skip played, Joe? Who's who's played more recently Minecraft? You or him? Skip. Uh, Skip. Yeah, he, I bought like, it. I bought. I bought it for the Switch, but I couldn't actually like get into the control layout for the Switch for some reason. It was weird to me. I couldn't get into it. Hmm. It is a thing to play with people though like yeah. it's not a game you want to play by yourself no i mean well unless you're into like the building aspect of it and you just want to go about building things on your own and... yeah i mean i suppose but like i've never I've, I've sat down and been like oh i'm gonna build a house and i'm just like this is boring by myself yeah it's like back in the day just playing legos by yourself I'm like i'll just build this house okay i'm gonna knock the house down now because <laughs> <laughs> i'm done with it i'm gonna set on fire yeah i mean i'm much more uh, interested in minecraft dungeons because that's more of like a traditional style game yeah. uh but i don't even know if i'll i'll get that for 20 bucks i'll buy it i mean I've, i've i was excited for it to begin with i thought it was gonna be like a full-on release but knowing that no, 20 dollars is super, super cheap stoked. for this yeah um so that would be pretty cool and that was again may 26th 
Uh, yeah. Cool. Nice. Oh, and, uh, and Mojang makes the PC version, 4J Studios makes the console versions. That's, gotcha. that's, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, I, I thought somebody else was making them, but yeah, 4J makes the console version games. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Thank you for that confirmation. Uh, lightning round uh, mentioned earlier and obviously mentioned before that E3 2020 has been canceled. Um, I did see something this week that I think it was Bethesda said that they're not going to do any kind of video version of their conference yeah, now um they're just they're just done they're like oh it's canceled we're just gonna push forward and do whatever we, it is we're gonna do put out whatever games we're gonna put out i don't know if that bodes well for what they've got on the horizon if they can just straight up cancel their conference and don't think twice about it but remains to be seen uh, but we are already getting details about next year's e3 isn't that right joe uh, yep. Uh, with the announcement of the, that there will be no uh, E3 this year, E3 is still going ahead with their 2021 plans. Uh, they came out and said that the 2021 E3 will be happening June 15th through June 17th. Uh, so uh, hopefully everything will be back to normal by then, um, that we will once again get the E3 uh, that we were all looking forward to. Uh, I'll be interested to see if maybe they'll even do a much bigger E3 this year or that year, uh, just to kind of make up for the everything that was lost, I guess. Yeah, the hype that was over, lost. It'll be over two weekends now. It's like Coachella. Mm. Or like WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it's too big for just one night. Mm. Uh, well, we'll have new consoles, Joe, so that'll it'll be bigger because of that. Oh, yeah, yeah obviously. That's true. I mean, they're not pulling a Sony. They're not skipping one year and then skipping all other years. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wonder if Sony will come back now, not just because they have a new console and, you know, they, they want to be back there, or if it'll just be because, like, hey, last year got canceled. We want to participate in whatever this revamp new bigger thing is. They're clamoring for interaction. Yeah, kind of, yeah I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I still was of the mind that they were going to come back this year. So, yeah. Um, but I could see it being like, hey, Last year was a crazy year for everybody. Like, let's get back to some normalcy. Let's put a Sony booth on the show floor. Let's, like, you know, make this the biggest, best E3 of all time. I, I guess would probably be the goal if you have to skip a year if of it anything. If their business, though. Yeah. If, um, if not, they're probably just like, man, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really can't. I've, I've stopped trying to guess what, what they're going to do no. specifically. <laughs> but, I mean, just E3 in general, I'm wondering if the plan is going to try to be to make this the biggest best e3 to like make up for the fact that you missed a year um or if they'll just it'll be just like it was beforehand i don't yeah i mean that'd be my guess yeah what about you joe do you think this is going to be business as usual for e3 or do you think this is going to be a bigger pomp and circumstance i gotta imagine they have to try and make it a bigger pomp and circumstance type thing yeah yeah. Uh, IGN did come out and say that they're going to try and help fill the void. Uh, they announced that they're going to be doing something called the Summer of Gaming, uh, which is uh, going to be an event happening in June. Uh, it'll be hopefully like an online version of what E3 should have been. Mm. Uh, which so is they said they're what it is for us anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so they said that they're going to be collaborating with a number of partners from the summer of gaming, including 2K, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon, Google Stadia, Twitter, Devolver Digital, THQ Nordic, and more. Uh, so they're going to be and trying Jeff to make Lee. their own. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he said he wasn't going to participate in E3. Who? So. Jeff Keighley. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, I, said he, he said he I was like know. done with dealing with E3 uh, before all of this stuff had happened. Well, that was for this year specifically. There was something he said that, you know, the showcase that he normally runs wasn't going to live up to his expectations of what it should be. So he didn't want to participate. Didn't, didn't like the yeah. way it was being run behind the scenes or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean. So I he would, might be involved in this because it's a different thing. Yeah. Or his like whatever company that he has or is a part of that runs the game awards might do their own like game awards summer edition or something like that, that has its own conference, so to speak, or digital something. Cause I mean, IGN during E3 will have on company representatives and interviewers and do let's plays and do trailer deep dives and all these different things. So this sounds like they're just, they're still doing their part of the E3 coverage. They're obviously just not going to a show floor or having the regular press conferences to dissect. This is their like, you know, if E3 is what Sunday to Thursday, this is their, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday afternoon, like time filler stuff. Um, so that could still be pretty cool. We'll yeah. still get the gaming news that we're accustomed to and hoping for. Um, and I guess we'll see what E3 2021 brings. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, it's free game time. It's the beginning of the month. It's April now. Uh, some games are already available. Some games will be available starting this week, and some games will be available two weeks from now. Uh, so, Joe, you've got the list of games with Golden PlayStation Plus games. Why don't you run down uh, what we're getting for free this month? All right. Uh, I'll start with the uh, games with gold because it's fucking terrible this uh, week or month. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten some good stuff, but this one I think is, I don't know, particularly bad. Maybe not for other people, but... Uh, so for the uh, first half of the month, uh, starting on... Uh, well, started on April 1st, so it's already begun. Uh, you get uh, on Xbox One Project Cars uh, and Fable, the anniversary version. So the like remaster of the original Fable game that came out on the Xbox 360. Uh, Fable, that's pretty cool, but it's, it's still... A fucking ancient ass game is it project uh, cars one or project cars two? Oh, project cars two okay because you yeah. I, well we talked about it before you had said two and then just now you said one so i wasn't sure oh. if i misheard before i mean i don't i don't even i don't care about project cars so <laughs> i'm I sure maybe it's they're actually not unfun yeah i'm sure that but... there are like car enthusiasts and like racing game enthusiasts that will probably be excited for that but i'm imagining that if you are the kind of person that looks forward to these kind of games you probably would have already bought it well, I mean, to be fair, I and we'll talk about this in a second. I like racing games. I just never, ever buy them because they don't hold my attention long enough. Like I got, you know, the motocross game on PlayStation Plus a few months ago, and I really enjoyed playing that. Um, so, like, I'm always down to get a free racing game because those are games I like but will never buy. Well, now you can go buy an Xbox One and get a free racing game. Now, I'll just wait till you tell me what the PlayStation Plus games are. Okay. Uh, and then the second the second half of the month uh, for Xbox One, you are going to be getting the Knights of Pen and Paper bundle. So it's Knights of Pen and Paper 1 and 2. Any uh, idea what that is? Because I've never heard of that series. It's a game where your character is playing D&D. So it's D&D for those who don't have friends. Yeah. Huh. So I okay. think it, I, I'm not 100% sure. I, I remember. I remember looking at some of this like a little bit, but it's the kind of thing where like I think on one portion of the screen you can see your characters sitting like at a table playing D and D, and then it's like showing kind of like what the storyline of the D and D game is happening in the game. Oh, it's like if a if a TV episode like they're playing D and D, and then they cut to the, the characters. At the table, yeah, 
and but then it cuts to them in their fantastical world and they're dressed like if the simpsons played or family guy played D D, then they would cut to the like the characters but dressed up as like their the show the guild i never watched it but sure uh yeah with uh what's her face yeah felicia day felicia day yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think I mean, it ever cut. That... I don't think it ever cut to them actually in the game, though, did it? Yeah, I thought most of it was them in the game. Like, does it cut to them at tables playing the game? Well, no, no they they're playing were... an MMO. Oh, they're playing an MMO. No, it was a, d- it was a t- tabletop RPG. No, they're playing an MMO. The guild? Yeah, they're playing like World of Warcraft. I've never seen it. Oh, I I saw it, but like only the first season when it was like short i think they were like 15 minute episodes and then they had tried to make it a real show and it was not good hmm. yeah it got uh pretty dumb after a while well there you go people uh, and there. then the other free game for the xbox 360 is uh toy box turbo which is like a micro machine style tiny car racing game oh, so actually looks fun. You, go, you go and go and buy an xbox one and get two racing games for free adam oh there you go sweet worth totally it. totally worth, worth it. your money yeah. What other racing games are on Games Pass? I'm sure there's a Forza. All the oh, Forza yeah, are yeah. all there you um, go. Microsoft games, so they're all on there. Sweet. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just buy your racing machine? Yeah. No, if I'm yeah. going to buy a racing machine, I want to buy one of those, like, PC rigs that I've been seeing oh, now. because play, like, like, NASCAR on it? And... Well, yeah, because, like, the NASCAR racers, I didn't mention this last week when I saw it, but the NASCAR, like, actual NASCAR drivers are doing at-home, like, NASCAR races with this, like impressive pc rig build that they already all had because they used it for practice at home but now they're like competing against one another f1 is doing it now too yeah i've been fascinated by all the real life athletes playing digital sports that have been happening like there was an nba 2k tournament on espn this past weekend where like actual basketball players were playing 2k tournaments some teams were playing out like the rest of the season in 2k uh when this like when their season first got canceled the nascar drivers are all racing at home uh, and you can watch it like on fox sports on sunday afternoons which i think is fun Uh, i also saw that they're planning on doing an nba game of horse where all of the players like at their home basketball hoops like try a crazy shot and then the other player, like, and so it cuts from player to player at their home gym, just playing a giant game of horse. Oh, that's neat. Be that fun. sounds cool. Yeah. Like, I, always liked, I always liked watching, like, people who are, like, doing their uh, their professions in video games. Yeah. Like, uh, like guitarists trying to play Guitar Hero and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm super down for all of this during quarantine times. Yeah. Although with the horse one, I was a little sad that it wasn't, they're going to get, like, two guys to be, like, a one-on-one game of horse in an empty arena. Because you can do that with less than 10 people. and As long as you're six feet apart? Yeah, and you can do social distancing, so it's not that big a deal. But I'm the home gym version makes more sense in the, the situation. But yeah, no, if I'm going to buy something to exclusively play racing games, it's not going to be an Xbox One. It's going to no, be it's a... it's going to be a full-on NASCAR machine. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in all... I'm going to go all <laughs> in here. I'm going to go ham. Because those things like, look more insane. More a couple hundred dollars, though. A couple thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. Those things look insane. Uh, but I'm not going to do that. No. Why don't you tell me what I am going to do, Joe, which is download the PlayStation 4 games for this month. Uh, So the PlayStation 4 games coming to PlayStation Plus uh, will be Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, uh, which is one of those ones where I'm surprised that that wasn't already a game. Yeah, Uh, well, they did the collection. Yeah, just because we get so many Uncharted games, it seems like, all the time. Well, the the collection was free with PlayStation Plus not that long ago. And I don't know if the, um, the expansion for 4 has been free yet not yet um it is on ps now 
I think that's what it got added to. But I'm, I mean, I already own that game. I'll be glad to have it digitally for when I want to, if I ever want to play it again, I'll just download it as opposed to popping the disc in. So that'll be nice. I don't have it. Now I do. Oh, yeah. And did you ever beat all of the collection? Because you, you were going through. I first two. Okay. So I, you can go through three and four now. I did third one. There you go. Now you've got three and four to look forward to. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, and and then the other game uh, is Dirt Rally 2.0. Boom. Free racing game. Nailed it. And I don't have to buy anything for that. So I'm excited for that one because, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll take a free racing game. The dirt games are fun. That's what I've I've never played one, but I'm I'm down to play this one because it's free and why the hell not? Did you play Grid? Uh, I don't think so. Because it's the same makers of Grid. Oh, okay. It's just now entirely rally racing as opposed to Grid, which is like a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm down for it. I'm excited. Yeah. Should be fun. Those are available come uh, Tuesday, I believe, the seventh. Yeah, so it's the first Tuesday of the month. Yeah, although their sales now run weird, like they don't update the PlayStation Store on Tuesdays all the time anymore. Like sometimes their sales run like Thursday to Wednesday. Or like Wednesday to Friday. Huh. It's, I don't know, it's strange. I've lost track of the PlayStation Store. But those uh, free games will be available starting on Tuesday. Uh, I don't think we have anything else. There's no Nintendo Online or anything like that. No. Though I, I would, I'm surprised they haven't dropped something fun for a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo Online. As like, a, hey, we know you're stuck at home. Here's some old games to play that are free if you have the online membership. Yeah. And what would you want them to drop? I don't know. Just some obscure Nintendo game or Super Nintendo game that isn't on Brands there already. Never played before. Yeah, I mean, most of them are games I've never played before. But I don't know; they they could surprise us, mm-hmm. like a Yoshi's Cookie or something. You know, just or is that already on there? I don't even know. Maybe just some weird obscure game. They'd be like, here, try it out. I want the Wario games. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Well, I mean, they're not on the NES or the Super NES. No, though. they're Game Boy. Yeah. I that's drop a Game Boy. That's what I want. Yeah. Drop a Game Boy online on Switch. Give me. It's not gonna happen. I don't know. It'd be pretty great. It is the year of the the handheld. Yeah. As I've stated multiple occasions. Although now I like forget it's the year of this. But <laughs> yeah. like that's what it is now. Um, didn't they? Uh, didn't they say that they were gonna be bringing some like the more weirder Mario games to the Nintendo Switch Online? Uh, uh, no. Did you that, read the rest of that? That was an April Fool's Day joke. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, I I I uh, I also didn't catch on at first either. Because, again, days don't matter. I don't know what dates are. Uh, and so I remember sending that to you guys. And then later I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. I did put LOL on the text, though, so it, I could pretend that I wasn't duped. But, but I was like, April Fool's. Do you even like, look at the titles of the games? Yeah, but there are so many weird like Mario games that were on other systems that those are probably real games. Because it was like one of them was like a Mario travels through American history or something. I think that is a real game. I don't have the, the article Trapped in front of me. Trapped in Time was a real game, but like... I think the like I don't know. Yeah, so no, that one that one was a an April Fool's Day joke. No, I didn't actually read the thing. I just saw that it was what you. I like read the title from what you sent me. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, obviously, every movie and production and everything is delayed until further notice. Um, recently, there's been some release dates for some of the movies delayed already cropping up. Um, and they'll be, you know, available late summer and fall, like Mulan and Black Widow, and a lot of the Disney movies got pushed. Uh, one of those is uh, something we talked about uh, when we first saw the trailer for it. And it's Ryan Reynolds' new movie, Free Guy, which, if you recall, was the one where he's basically like a Grand Theft Auto or Saints Row NPC that then takes charge of his own life and becomes a part of the game. Uh, that was originally uh, slated to come out, I think, at the end of this month. 
Uh, but it's now been pushed to December, so we'll have to wait a little bit longer for the fun video game in-jokes featuring uh, Ryan Reynolds. Because nobody can go see it. Nope. Uncharted obviously hasn't started yet, so that that's delayed <laughs> also um, to 2021 as well. So I don't know if we talked about that or not, but that was something else that yeah. I definitely saw this week in relation to uh, this news. So, yeah, I'm, the world keeps on spinning and we'll get movies eventually. But all right, anything I missed for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week? Nothing for me. Cool. All right, well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what Mario games you're most looking forward to getting re-released or what Mario games they haven't announced getting a re-release that you would like to see get made. Um, let us know what your thoughts on The Last of Us delay are. Are you um, totally in agreement that you that you think that they should push it until it's you know until the time that they see fit or are you kind of bummed uh given the explanation uh what about iron man are you looking forward to that at all uh do you think the series x or playstation 5 will be delayed are you looking forward to rogue legacy 2 or minecraft dungeons and what do you think e3 2021 is going to look like uh let us know on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam i'm joe and I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Wash your hands. <laughs>